0: Amen. And turn with us uh, to the 24th chapter of the gospel according to St. Luke here on meal Sunday. The second set of appearances by Christ. As they approached the village, verse 28 says there in Luke 24. As they approached the village where they were headed, he seemed to be going a little further. But they pleaded with him, stay with us. For it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he that is Jesus went in to stay with them. It's all right if well, I'm reading one tranquility. At the table, would somebody say while he was reclining at the table? Amen. He took bread. Come on, somebody. He took bread. He took bread and he gave and, and he and he took the bread. He spoke a blessing, excuse me, and broke it and gave it to them. Then, will you say with me, then, then their eyes were opened and they recognized Jesus, but he disappeared from their sight. And they asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us as he spoke with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? And they got up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and they found the eleven there. And they uh, and gathered together and saying, the Lord has indeed risen and has appeared to Simon Then the two that had been on the road and told how they had seen Jesus and how they had recognized Jesus. How they had recognized Jesus. How they had recognized Jesus in the breaking of bread. My God. How they had recognized Jesus in the breaking of bread. This morning for the time that is mine, I want us to look at the lessons from the broken bread, lessons from broken bread, lessons from broken bread, lessons from broken bread. You might get your toast right now and go on and break your your toast, break your croissant, break your muffin. Break a piece of cornbread, break that hot water cornbread, but lessons from broken bread. Come on, somebody. Lessons. It is the story about brokenness. It's the story about bread. And it's the story about being brand new. It is. He would appear, that is Jesus. Come on, somebody. He would appear. Jesus would have Jesus would appear uh, three times in one day. Yeah, yeah. This this is the story of one of those three appearances. In one day, on on Resurrection Sunday morning, he gets up from the grave there, and the and the women are there at the tomb, and they and they are. They see that he has arisen, and, and and in one account they even encounter him themselves. And later on in the, that same, it's the same day. Listen, the meal Sunday happens on the same day of the resurrection, and so on the another time that day they are huddled in a house, and 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 Jesus has to come through, thr- come through into the house, and, and 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 says, "Peace be unto you." That's what we preached about. That is latter part of that same day that he has arisen, and a third time he would uh, he would also appear in the same day I'm saying it's the same day as the resurrection the same day as he's huddled they're huddled, the disciples are huddled in the house and uh, and a third time Jesus appears on the same day and this time he's on the road and he encounters the two of the followers Cleopas being one of them uh, as they are making their way out of Jerusalem into Emmaus a town called Emmaus and, and so we find here uh, that here is his third appearance on one day come on somebody and and so here five weeks into a global pandemic and shut out and shut down Christians are walking with the disciples the road to Emmaus I want to say that again here five weeks into a global pandemic when we are all experiencing a not just a, 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 a citywide shutdown, not just a statewide shutdown, not just even a national shutdown, but a global shutdown. Christians all over the world are walking the road to Emmaus with the disciples, walking away from Jerusalem, the place of their deepest disappointment. They are walking. We are all walking confused we are walking disappointed we are all feeling lonely and we're all feeling uncertain about the future we are like those disciples uh cleopas being one of them and another disciple who is unknown and it says that they are walking from jerusalem uh some 12 to 14 miles uh to a road called to a place called Emmaus. and why are they leaving jerusalem do they fear for their lives now that jesus has been executed because these are the disciples who have not yet uh, 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 experienced the resurrection the resurrected Jesus Christ we do not know why they are leaving but we know one thing that they are disappointed they are confused they are feeling lost And they are feeling uncertain, so much like so many of us right now in the midst of this pandemic, and they are talking to one another, hoping to make sense of the nonsensical. Uh, When there are paths, come on, let me tell you something about when you're sitting in your home, and when you're sitting by your bedsides, and when you're scrolling through your computers, and you're feeling in the midst of this pandemic of how long is it going to be, and and is anyone telling us the truth, and, and what are we supposed to do, and God, how am I supposed to. Make it, and the scripture said. And while they were walking on the road to Emmaus, a stranger stopped by. This story, this morning by Reverend Renita, is about when a stranger comes by and walks alongside them on the journey. But the scripture said, but their eyes, come on, but their eyes were kept. They sometimes you could be so disappointed and so grievous and so uh, so nervous that the scripture said, and, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him he was in their midst but they did not see him he was making he was doing something but they could not hear he was talking to them but they could not perceive him but the Bible said and he came up beside the two disciples and began to walk with them what it was what why did Jesus look so different uh, what did why, why was Paul, uh, Mark says that he came in a different kind of a form I don't know maybe he had a mask on maybe he had the mask that we all everybody is posting them a photo of themselves on Facebook with, with their mask. It becomes fashionable now. It's not even about health. It's about fashion. They've got different colors for it and different fabrics for it. Come on. But the, the scripture says, but he appeared in a different kind of form. And there he they were not able to perceive him. And when Jesus, the stranger, commented on their sadness, disciples uh, could not, and and asked them, what are you talking about? Why are you so sad? Listen to what they say. Man, where you come from that you don't know what has happened? Uh, they asked, He asked them, well, why are you so sad? And and they say to him, do you not know where have you been? Have you not been on Twitter? Have you not been on Facebook? Ain't you been on the gram? Well, haven't you watched CNN? Haven't you watched MSNBC? What do you mean? you do not know and the Bible says Jesus begins to listen let me tell you what I love about this story Jesus does not even begin to explain Jesus begins to listen sometimes Jesus allows us to be in our disappointment and Jesus allows us to say tell everything that we need to say that's why the song said have a little talk with Jesus and tell him all about your troubles Ah, and he will answer by and by that even in the midst of our troubles and our sorrow, Jesus comes along and walks with us and talks with us. And so their disappointment and their worry and their weariness and their depression keeps them from even being able to see that the very stranger who has come up beside them. I'm talking about what brokenness I'm talking about what brokenness would do. Brokenness will blind you to Jesus being in your midst right now. Now, brokenness will blind you that the Lord is making a way for you, and you don't even know that the Lord is making a way for you. Brokenness will make you think that God has abandoned you when God is walking right by your side. Come on, somebody, and give God some praise. That's me, that I am God's own. But here is the major twist in the story, and it's a part of my particular uh, contribution to Meal Sunday today. The story takes an important twist. The scripture says, as they approach their destination, the the two disciples notice that the stranger, because he's still a stranger, they don't even know it's Jesus. The two disciples notice that the stranger seems to be planning to keep walking. Where he's headed, Luke doesn't say. Why he doesn't stop, Luke doesn't say. But they urge the stranger to stay with them. Listen what they say. They offer him hospitality. They offer to the stranger because that is what you do when you're being hospitable. And they offer and listen to the words. And they are the words that I want you to say in your hearts right now. As Jesus walks with them on their destination, they get to where they're going. The scripture says Jesus seems to be going somewhere else. But they say to Jesus, what to me are the most beautiful, the most sensual, the most erotic, the most compassionate, the most loving words I have ever ever found in a scripture they say, stay with us oh I love that word right there they say stay with us I'm talking to somebody right now in your own home you need to just wave your hand in your own house and say Jesus stay with us they, uh, and they, they urge Jesus don't go any further come on man stay with us come on and dwell with us come on and be with us I'm talking about you move from brokenness come on somebody and you're welcoming Jesus into your home by saying Jesus have you ever dreamed have you ever lost somebody have you ever had an experience have you ever missed somebody so much that when you dream about them at night and when it looks like they are leaving in the dream that you reach for them and say no don't go stay with me have you ever been in the presence of somebody that you enjoyed their presence so very much that you want that when they got ready to leave you didn't really want them to go and you said come on and hang with me a little while well dwell with us rest with us abide with us if you abide in me, Jesus says that, and I abide, abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be. Come on, somebody who needs Jesus to abide with them. Come on, hang on. Hit me up a little bit right here. Abide with me and stay with us. Don't leave just yet. Come on, when you're broken, you better open your mouth and say, Lord, abide with us. Stay with us. Hang out with us a little while longer. That's what worship is on Sunday morning. Even on Facebook this morning. Even on Twitter. It means we're saying stay with me just a little while longer come on and praise God. And finally, notice what happens. They have been broken and now they ask Jesus to abide with them. And then they Jesus does something so strange and radical here on meal Sunday in this third appearance of his on Easter Sunday morning that he takes he he who is the stranger, he who is the guest becomes the host. I want to say that again. The, it was not the host's job to take the bread. The Bible says that when he came in with them, he sat down with them and he took bread. And he broke it. And he blessed it. And he gave it to those disciples. And the Bible says, then they recognized him. I want to say that one more game because somebody's not getting that. And they said that, that 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 he that that he who is the guest who's supposed to wait for the host to take the bread, it is the guest's job to sit there and wait to be served. It is not the guest's job to, to, to you know how it is when you get folks coming over to your house and they take the best food and, and the best piece of the meat and the, everybody wants the corner piece of the cornbread where the crust is. Don't nobody want to eat the cornbread that's in the middle, but the guest comes and they go in because it is everybody feed themselves. They go and then they take the best piece of the bread. At the best, come on, they they leave everybody else the back of the chicken, brother Nate. They uh, come on they they take they take the thigh and they take the breast. oh Lord have mercy. Ah oh, but Jesus takes the bread and he breaks it and he blesses it and the Bible says it was at that point that they recognized, they, rem- they were like, now see, now see, now see, there's something about the way he breaks that bread. There is something, it is something about eating with people, as I'm trying to say, that you've ate with for a long time. It, it's about the intimacy of food. It is about, that is why we ask you to take the bread as I get ready to go to my seat. That, that's why we ask you to get something to drink and have a meal this morning because food unifies people. Food, food Food brings people together. Food does something. It brings it bring co- a community. It makes us family. It ma- You don't want everybody to see you talking and eating at the same time. You don't want everybody to see the food running down your mouth. You don't want everybody to see that you chew loud. It makes us family. Come on here, somebody. I only want my close friends to see that I talk with food in my mouth. I only want my close friends to see what I look like. Uh, and I want to trust that you will not betray me while we are eating together come on somebody and break bread with us this morning they recognized that this was the same Jesus who had ate with them many times and two fish and five loaves they recognized him because they recognized this was the same Jesus who had done the Passover meal and broke the bread and blessed it and distributed it was the same Jesus who had ate with them many times together I want you to know I don't know what kind of bread they had I don't know if they had pita bread I don't know if they had Indian naan bread. I don't know if they had Trinidadian roti bread. I don't know if they had Jamaican balmy bread. I don't know if they had Mexican tortilla bread. I don't know if they had English crumpets. I don't know if they had black American hot water cornbread. But the Bible said, and he broke the bread and they recognized him. They knew who he was that very minute. I want you to know if there's one good thing that has come out of COVID-19. It made all of us rethink food. It's made all of us cook more often. It's made all of us uh, uh, not go to the restaurant as much. Come on here, somebody. If COVID-19 made us do anything, it makes us sit down and eat with one another. Oh, I wish I had a witness right now. Jesus come in and said, I'm going to make food be different from you. I'm going to change the way you eat. I'm going to change the way you cook. I'm going to change the way you break bread. I'm going to change the way you go to restaurants. You're going to learn how to cook, even if you never believed in cooking before. You're, gonna make, you're not going to spend as much money on the restaurants. As you do. And they broke the bread. Come on here, somebody. He comes and he changes our relationship. Some of you all are cooking more than you ever cooked in your natural black life. Do I have a witness in here, Pastor Espinosa? He notices and he does this for us and it makes us come to a different understanding. That's all I want to say today. He comes and he makes us in the midst of COVID. The Bible says, and he broke the bread. You will understand food differently. He comes and makes us pray for farmers like we've never prayed for farmers before. We've never cared where our food came from. We've never paid attention to where our food comes from. But he's making us pray for farmers. Pray for the harvesters who are the immigrants of our country. Pray for the truck drivers. Every time I see a truck driver driving now, I'm praying in the name of Jesus, let the food get to to, to, to the grocery store. He's making us pray. Pray for the people who share. The stores at the grocery store. Do I have a witness in here? Anybody? It makes us three think food. It makes us pray and notice the cash register attendance. We're gonna say good morning to the cash. I'm telling you, Jesus comes, he breaks bread, and he makes us look at our eating differently. It makes us look at Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub. Instacart workers and say, thank you. Do I have a witness? Come on and give God some praise this morning. Food. Come on and give the bread of heaven. Feed us till we want no more. It makes me lean and depend upon God for everything. That, let me know that we shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth, blessed are you who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for you shall be saved. It means right now you kneel as Brother Nate gets ready to come and you teach your children God is good and God is great. Let us thank God for our food. By his hands we are fed. Lord, give us our daily bread. It makes you pray over your food. It's meal Sunday. And Jesus says, you're going to know where your real food comes from. During this pandemic, you're going to know that I am your supplier. Give us this day our daily bread. You said you would. Supply all my needs according to your riches. I have but to ask and I shall receive.